Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joachim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Melovision podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything Melody Festivalen and Eurovision. You are now listening to our fourth and last pre-Eurovision episode. We might do one while we're in Turin. We'll see uh, if we have the time and if we have the energy and if we're not too hungover. But yeah. Uh, and of course, we've now come to the second half of the second semifinal uh, and one big five country that is, of course, already qualified for the final. Uh, with me, Joachim, is as always, Philip. Oh, how are you? I am great. Very excited. I think this is probably the best bunch of songs this year, like all in this episode. Yeah, I or... would agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of them. I mean, semi-final one was a snooze, so it's fun yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. like S- good semi, bunch of songs. Uh, semi one first half. Oof. Yeah. Oof, Hard one yeah. to get through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always. And at least in these uh, premier vision episodes, <laughs> Craig. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fine. Excited. I'm excited. The sun is shining somewhat. Mm. It's not snowing anymore. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Mm. And as always, we have a dear friend from uh, abroad, let's say. <laughs> well, it is abroad. Uh, dear friend of the podcast has been with us in I think like almost every pre-Eurovision season we've done. It's representing Ireland from the UK. It's Nigel. Hey guys, how are you? We are great, how are you? Fine, just a little bit of COVID right now, so I'll try and not cough. <laughs> Good we're doing this on Zoom and not like face to face. Well, we we've already had it, so I guess. Well, that was never weeks. had it. Ugh, lucky bitch. I mean, they, we had it like three months ago, so we're probably not immune anymore. So yeah, spread it around. <laughs> uh, so Nigel, what have have you been? Are you completely now? We're less than a month away. Are you in full blown Eurovision mode? This year has been a funny one, hasn't it? I mean, I think last year I overdid it. Like, I listened to nearly every national final uh, going, um, which maybe for this year kind of, I just, I kind of fell off the wagon a bit, um, trying to listen to some of the songs. Anyway, I, I feel like other years I remember more of them by now. I would listen to more of them. But um, mm. maybe maybe it'll kick in pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Do you, we will talk about your like favorites later on. Maybe we'll talk about them in this episode. I don't know. Obviously I don't know any of your uh, scores. Uh, so about the scoring, we will give out to, uh, scores to each song from zero to eight, 10 or the douce point, 12 points. So I feel like I'm, I will be throwing away some 12s this episode. I'll let you tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yes, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, and 
Yeah, let's kick it off. The second half of the second semifinal. And we start with the country where our guest of honor is from, Ireland. This year, they are represented by Brooke, and the song is called That's Rich. You say I'm using you now. Hey, stupid, that's rich. Where it's coming from you, and that's rich. Well, I got nothing to prove. That's rich. You think I dressed up for you, and that's rich. Bye bye, fool. Bye bye, fool. Bye bye, fool. So, yes, this song. I I find it hard to find what I think about it a little bit. Like, I mean, she does have a good voice. She's a really good voice. Uh, she did quite well on The Voice UK. Um, but for me, the lyrics, I just, they don't, I do, I'm like, what, what's she singing about? That's rich. Like, what's rich? Some guy? Like, I just, I don't really get it. Um like it is a little bit like it's upbeat, it's catchy, um, but I'm just a bit afraid of her like staging. I don't think Ireland do very well at this kind of, unless it's Jedward, uh, staging fun up, upbeat songs. Um, so yeah, I'm a little bit on the fence. I'm I'm afraid it won't make it through. Um, it'll be somewhere near maybe getting through. I'm going to give it a six. Did you watch the national final on the late, 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 late show? You didn't. Oh, I know. Sacrilegious. I don't want to oh. I didn't. I listened to the snippets of the songs and none of them really stood out to me. So, mm. I think it was only really Spain this year that I watched the national final of. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was a good one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, I, I really like this one, actually. Uh, we watched the national final uh, of Ireland's uh, selection, and uh, I thought it was some decent songs uh, and definitely some snoozes as well. Uh, but I think that Brooke was definitely, for me at least, a standout uh, among that bunch of songs. And um, yeah, I think she's she's great live. Uh, she's done plenty of like these pre-Eurovision parties and seems to go down very well with the fans as well. Um, and I mean, the fans seems to like the song as well. I mean, it's not doing terribly in like all these polls and everything that you see online. Um, I do agree with you, Nigel, when talking about staging, because I mean, if we go based on the staging from Ireland's national final, uh, I mean, no. And the outfit, I mean, no, no. Um, I think I find it very like Olivia Rodrigo-esque in a way. And it feels very modern, very contemporary. Um, and I think she's cool. Uh, I obviously, or obviously I've been singing this song apparently completely wrong. Um, there's this line at the end of, you know, uh, Craig, what, what, what is this she sings? Uh, bye bye fool. Bye bye fool. I thought she was saying bye bye boy. And I still sing that because this makes more sense. Um, and it sounds like she's saying boy, but maybe that my Irish is not great. So um, no, but I really like this. This has definitely been on my like favorite Eurovision song playlist this year. So I'm giving this an eight. I think this is good quality. Yeah. 
That's Doesn't nice. <laughs> yes. So yeah, when I first saw this video clip, it was when she had uh, won the national final. Didn't she wear like a pajamas or something? Slippers. Yeah. yeah. Come on, amp it up. Uh, then it was like no zero points to Ireland. You know, I love Ireland, but it's like no. And then now, a couple of weeks into spring, I started to listen to this song again and again. And it's nice. It's catchy. But I, it's almost like a like cheap Dua Lipa copy to me. Yeah, it could. The song is not completely there for me, uh, but it's catchy. Uh, you know, I hum that switch all the time. So, but staging is key for this song. Key, key, key. Uh, but I give Ireland, oh, should I be, okay, six points. Mm. It's in the middle for me, but it's, I, I would love to have this song in the final because we need some up tempo in the final. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think this is my favorite Irish entry for a long time, actually. Um, it's definitely my jam for on the bus to work have it on repeat it's fun um i do have to say when we watched the national final i was a little bit concerned about how they would stage it as we said she was in pajamas which i'm glad she has got rid of um but yeah i'd be interesting to see how the um they stage this in italy and also i mean she is hilarious i don't know what it is with girls from Derry losing their passport but <laughs> but i mean if she's, you know, she's up there with, I think, like, hilarity stakes with uh, Nadine Coyle. So, I mean, that's always a winner for me. Um, so, yeah, I really like this. I am giving it eight. Mm. I, I didn't, we didn't speak much about predictions. I think that this is uh, surely, like, depending on staging, but just song-wise, this should be in the final. Absolutely. I agree with you, Philip. It, yeah. And I think it will go there. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. It could be if she draws like first half of like the final, she will probably be the opener. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. It has that opener vibe, I guess. Um, Depends on staging. <laughs> yeah. Very much. It reminds Nigel... me a little of like Bel Belgium 2016. The girl with like the silver jacket who opened the final. Oh, what's the pressure? Oh, what's the yeah. pressure? Yeah. It's something I imagine with the money gun. Um, one of my friends said she needs to get a bigger money gun or no money gun. And I think I agree. It's... Maybe Ireland could borrow um, James Newman's like uh, horns and shoot money out of, out of the. <laughs> they've, been, they've been borrowed. <laughs> they've been burned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but do you think now? What, what do you think the chances are that Ireland qualifies to the final? I'm just always. I don't like to get my hopes up, so I'm just gonna say not very high at all. Uh, no. no, just no, no. <laughs> okay. We'll see. I, I think it has some good chances, actually. But, yeah. Uh, let's move on to song number two uh, of the second half. And it's North Macedonia. And they are this year represented by Andrea with the song called Circles.
Yes, so my thoughts on this song, I thought it's quite good for North Macedonia. Fair play to them. Um, the lyrics were quite good. I think she has a pretty decent voice. She gives me a little bit of a vibe of Mariette from Sweden. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. And yeah, I, uh, it's good. Like, it's it's okay. It's a little bit mopey, a little bit like sad, but not like in a good ballady way. It's not like, oh, I like, I'm feeling what you're talking about. It's just like, oh, this sad lady. Um, maybe, maybe she can bring something different to the table when it gets on stage. Um, but for me right now, I think it's good. I'm going to give it a six as well. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have had some great memories with North Macedonia. Uh, I mean, Dance Alone. Or yes. with it back in 2017, absolutely robbed. I mean, she was terrible live, but the song was great. Um, this is for me, this was uh, out quite early, I think, um, this year. And they did like, they sort of copied uh, what Czech Republic did with the national selection. They posted all the songs online and people from all over Europe basically could vote. And uh, this was, I think, the clear winner. Um, I think it's a good song. Um, I feel like it's missing something towards after like, or when actually the first chorus comes I feel like it should turn into sort of like an EDM track because it has that bass uh, in the background that it's like it's building momentum towards the chorus but then it just keeps on in the same same tempo and I feel like that's a sort of a lost opportunity uh, especially this year with so many ballads and mid-tempo songs I feel like they could have done something because they did do a revamp, but then they just I don't I don't didn't really recognize what they uh, did different from the original. But I like it. Uh, she seems really cool. I'm getting a bit of a lesbian vibe, but um, uh, which we love. I mean, lovely. Um, but it's good. I don't mind it when it comes on. I think it has decent chances of advancing because she has a great voice. Um, but. It's not really there for me, so I'm giving it a five. Yeah, uh, I agree with both of you. Uh, I really like the bass and the chorus, but then uh, the song loses me in the verses. It's like I'm catching myself doing something else in the verses. But when the chorus comes on, it has that bass, and I like like the melody in the chorus. Um, but yeah, also staging with this song is going to be a lot of circles or what you're going to do it's like yeah it's not it's hard to do staging with this type of like mid-tempo songs you need some effects maybe some lasers i don't know uh, it's hard like in the semi one she will definitely advance but in this semi it's hard because there's a lot of more better songs i think uh, but I will give also five points. Hmm. It's in the middle, but not better than Isla. <laughs> hmm, no. I think for me, I'm more interested in her than I am the song. I find her quite intriguing. And we watched the at-home performance last night where they had just filmed it on the, her phone and she had her backing singers with her and it was... Yeah, you could tell it was live. <laughs> um, 
but <laughs> I I definitely I find myself humming the chorus sometimes, but um, otherwise I do kind of feel that it drags a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it's all right. Um, it's 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 a five for me as well. Oh, we have very similar opinions today. Interesting. Uh, let's move on to song number three of this episode, and it's our neighbors to the east, uh, across this Baltic Sea. I always need to check my it's like, where is it? Left, right, geography, maps. Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> difficult. Um, we're going to Estonia, anyways. Uh, one time winner, uh, and a great country when it comes to Eurovision. I think they can put up some real good songs. This year, they put their hope to Stefan and the song Hope. So uh, my thoughts when when I saw this the video of this song, I was like, oh no, why country music? No thanks. But then I guess I saw him at the London Eurovision party. I was like, oh hello, who's this guy? I I didn't I didn't see the national final first, and then I go back and watch the national final, and it seems pretty good. Um, has a little bit of that common net vibe. Maybe they're trying to copy that a little bit um good voice i think he could do quite well i think it's a little bit like what's that song avici hey brother yeah 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 i thought i think it could do quite well um wouldn't be my cup of tea but i'd still i, I still rate it quite high i'm gonna give it an eight Ooh. Yeah. I feel like this, uh, when I when it came out, uh, I only watched like the live performance from the national final. And I mean, that staging, don't, don't, no. Like, we know it's a country song, but you don't need to bring on freaking cowboys and that lame shootout that they have. And it's just so, it's, no, it's so kindergarten, I no. Um, and also watching that live performance, uh, his pronunciation, it, he's mumbling through those verses. I hear the only thing I hear is hope, 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 and that he keeps singing that for three minutes. It feels like quite repetitive, but in a way though that doesn't get annoying because it it's an earworm. I mean, I that song I've had that in my head so many times, and but now I'm starting to get a bit tired of it, and I mean it's it's a decent song. Uh, I don't mind it. Um, but I mean, they need to do something about that staging. He seems like a nice guy. I mean, it's easy on the eyes, um, but we, I don't know. I'm, um, I'm not a huge country fan, but I still think it is like a bit over like middle of the road. So I'm giving it a six because I still enjoy it, but there's, there's work to be done here. Definitely. Uh, yes, so I, 
I really like this song. Uh, it was one of my favorites a couple of weeks ago. But I have started to get tired of this song. I don't like the video. And I agree with you, Akim. Uh, the staging in the national final, not good. Don't do that. Uh, uh, I really feel like this is a song that would have, could have competed in Melfest and would have been in the final. Yeah. Yeah, if Anna's Berendal song was in the final, this one is better. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is more uh, more country vibe, and I love a good country song. And this will probably resonate with the like Swedish public and the Swedish juries, I think. Um, um, but I, I I really liked that. I like the repetitive uh, of this I the hope thing. You know. Uh, ten points to Estonia. Yeah, um, I don't know if there's much I can say that hasn't been said. Um, I do think that it sounds like it could be a Victor Krona song. It yeah. sounds yeah. like it has kind of vibe. And I also, uh, what Nigel said about Hey Brother, and is there another one called, is it Lovers on the Sun? Something like that. Um, I don't know. And maybe even like a little bit of Heroes chucked in as well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, I quite like it. I think the chorus really gives you something to sing along to. Um, that staging has to go. It's horrible. Um, but otherwise, yeah, seven. Hmm. You can say right now, this is the most points we've given out in any of our pre-Eurovision episodes this year. So on a good start. Uh, let's move on to song number four, and it is Romania. You can trust in Romania to give you something absolutely bonkers, and I don't think they disappoint this year either. Uh, it is the artist, uh, I heard how you were supposed to pronounce this name, like Vrs, Vrs, I think, um, but W-R-S, uh, and the song is Yamame. We get away, need you to stay. What if they gonna find out? Nobody's gonna like it. We get away, need you to stay. Hola, mi bebe. Hola, mi bebe. Yamame, yamame. Yamame, yamame. Hola, mi bebe. Hola, mi bebe. Yamame, yamame. Yamame, yamame. So this one is fun. Um, I'm, I'm sure I will dance to it a little bit. So it will, like, you know, it's going to pop, I think, in terms of being that up-tempo kind of song that we all want. Um, however, I think it will get lost a bit that there's quite a lot of very obvious solo gay men this year, and I think in this semi as well. Mm, yeah. I don't think out of them I don't think it's it'll just get lost um, I still have a soft spot for this song but I'm, I'm going to have to give it a five I mean when this came uh, out and I was like is this Romania are they like I, I know he like the, the amount of votes they have in their final is not very much. It's like, oh, he had like 4,000 4, votes or something. So it's not like many people voting. But it's still fun to see like a, maybe I'm just prejudiced, but a bit like 
you know, Eastern country voting for obviously a very gay song, uh, which is fun. And I like his energy. Apparently he's like a dancer on Romania's like Strictly, Strictly or Let's Dance as we call it here in, in Sweden. Um, he uh, he moved he has some moves he has some moves and it's a fun song um but it's just a bit it feels like it's on a budget you know and and it's just i mean it's just i don't know it's, it's fun but it's not really a great song and it's not really a song that i listen to that much also to be honest um i'm giving it a five um as well it's it's decent it's fun but it's I, I can't take it seriously, you know? I don't know. I like the studio version, but I don't like it live. It's so sour. He cannot sing for like five kroner. Ugh, it's horrible. Uh, I like the studio version. It's fun. Uh, so I don't press next when it comes on to my Spotify. But when... <laughs> Ew, it's so horrible live. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 too bad because it could be been something on stage, but with his voice, no three points. Ooh. The um, voice brings it down like massive. Otherwise, it would be around the six. Is it me? No. Now it's you. <laughs> Give them twelve points, honey. I don't. I mean, I just I have a soft spot for this. I think it's nice that Romania are sending something that's so obviously camp very gay and I think you know it's it's nice to see that from them and I don't know he kind of reminds me of like you know how there's always a fabulous guy in the office at work he kind of he kind of, I kind of get that vibe from him um but no I do I do find myself going back to this one and I thought it was really sweet when I think it was in Barcelona when he bumped into Chanel and her dancers and like they started dancing to his song and he was like obviously overwhelmed and I, I thought that was really nice um i am i'm going to give this seven mm, seven well yeah pretty good still i mean yeah <laughs> just yeah, saying, will it advance to the final i don't know because this is the hard semi isn't it so yeah yeah i think we might lose this one oh hmm. I just hope he has more roles in the background with the baby. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, I mean, this is a lot of fun, but yeah, it's a, this is the horror semi and, mm, and I mean, he's got great competition in Israel who is like, they're playing on the same field, you know? Uh, and I think they might equal each other up in a sense, but um, yeah, I prefer Israel over this, I'd say. No. Well, no. <laughs> That's the biggest <laughs> argument we, we have in this household. <clears throat> uh, let's move on to a country that is up there in the betting charts. It is highly ranked amongst uh, fans. It is Poland that has, according to the fans and the bookies, at least redeemed themselves from last year's catastrophe that was Rafael. Uh, God, uh, flashbacks. Uh, this year, they are sending Ochman. I think it's pronounced with the song River. Okay, 
Yeah, so this guy, he has a great voice. I think the lyrics are very good. And I think that uh, I somehow feel they're going to tie in with the entire Ukraine-Russia situation somehow with this song. That is somehow going to play a twist on that. I don't, I'm predicting this. Maybe I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really good song. Um, just a little bit like he does something about his voice just annoys me a little bit, though. I mean, that's a personal taste, but I can see him doing quite well. Um, for me, it's going to be an eight. I think it will pass into the final. But yeah, it'll be somewhere maybe top 10. I mean, this feels very much like a jury song, you know? Uh, he he does have a good voice. Uh, I get what you mean. But there's a pitch in his voice that I think... Um, a later uh, member of this podcast will uh, go, yeah, uh, he'll, go, he'll go at him. Um, but uh, no, I like this song. I fi- find it very, I mean, it's very obvious that it's sort of like a Duncan Lawrence ripoff. Uh, it's quite similar to that, I feel, at least in the same like genre. Uh, but I like it. I think it's kind of catchy. Um, and he, he can really sing really well live as well. Um, staging here, I think, will be quite simple to do something that still is powerful because um, it is very much like a live song. Um, I get not so I'm not so excited listening to it like just on Spotify. Uh, I think it's more interesting to watch this song than to listen to it, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I see, I think it's a bit overhyped though. I mean, it's up in like top five in some of like, uh, the according to the bookies. And I think that's a bit high uh, for Poland. Um, but um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good song and it's probably one of my favorite ballads this year. I think we'll come to my absolute favorite later on. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm giving this seven. I think this is decent and good to see Poland like doing something... Um, I don't want to say contemporary, but um, quality. I think it's quality. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I feel like this uh, is a mix of Duncan Loris and Poland 2016 when they got like third highest televoting or something. Isn't that the guy who wrote this song? I think. The one with like the pirate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he has a great voice. Uh, he will probably get a lot of points from the juries. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the song doesn't, I don't know. I don't get a feel. I think he got this song because he has a great voice. He doesn't know what he's singing about. He d- Sorry. Uh, it doesn't get me going. It doesn't get my pants wet. Uh, six points. Oh God, are we taking that in consideration as well? Yeah, because <laughs> Poland 2016 got me wet, but this is not. Are you really? sure about that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I, we, we can listen back and... Uh, are you feeling all right? <laughs> maybe I have a fever. Or, I don't know. No, six mm. points. Poland. It's not the best. I... I struggle to find redeeming features with this one. I just don't like it. Um, it's boring. It, to me, it sounds like a rip-off of something else. I can't quite place my finger on what it is. 
but it sounds like something else to me. I find his voice is good, but in parts it's quite grating. Um, and I don't understand the hype for it just because it's Poland, because I feel like if the UK sent it, we would get dragged. Um, this this is the lowest score I have for this episode. I'm, I'm giving this a four. Still not super low, but yeah. Hmm. I, I thought you were going to be more aggressive towards his voice. I don't know. I'm being nice today. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's the weather, Greg. Because, mm, mm. I mean, when I play this at home or like when it comes up on YouTube, you're like, oh, they're like, I mean, I, 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 I don't care to listen to it. Like, I, I mm. quite happily never hear it again. I feel well, it's I a know. good break. A pee break? Is that what it is? Yeah, we have two songs. It's a long break now. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think we're coming to, like, we're going to go down the hill now. Uh, but no, let's not jump to conclusions. Next song, song number six in the second half of the second semifinal is Montenegro. And they have a rocket track record, um, but they sometimes send quite interesting songs. This year, they go in with the theme of COVID. What can be more uplifting? Uh, the song is called Breathe, and um, yeah... Uh, the, the artist is Vladana. Breathe. Yeah, so this lady, she has a good voice, I, th- I think. Um, <laughs> the lyrics, very, very questionable. I'm not sure if she's, if this is going to be a good song. You know, they always try and give songs some kind of backstory that she's going to say, oh, this song is about anxiety and we should breathe. And I just, I don't know where it's going. If anything, it gives me anxiety. Um I'm not not feeling it. Probably my low score right now. Ooh, second low score with a four. I don't think it's gonna pass. Sorry, Montenegro. Uh, yeah, I think that um, this is. Uh, I don't know. I think I I I I love a Balkan banger, and I love it when the like the instrumental comes in towards like the after the first chorus. Then it gets then it like gets going for me. Um, I just find this. I I mean the whole COVID theme is a bit <laughs> too soon. Too soon. I don't know. It's unforgivable. It is unforgivable. Um, and the lyrics is just, I, I don't know. It's just, what, what does that even mean? Unforgettable? What? Breathing is unforgettable? Like, what are you talking about? No, this is, this is weird. Uh, but I do, she has a great voice. Uh, we saw her actually at the pre-Melfest final party, the Melfest weekend. She was one of the, I think, only like Eurovision acts that was, that was there. Um, she, she was very sweet. She was like, because obviously everyone was there to party and she was like, I know this is not a 
party song, but I hope you'll enjoy it anyway. So she was very sweet. Uh, she, know, she knew that this was probably not the right forum for that song, but I mean, people were having drinks and enjoying it. Um, I don't remember if I did. Um, this is a three for me. Very, this is forgettable too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agree. Forgettable. One point. Oh, you're done? You're done? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I forget this song all the time. I'm done. One point. She has a decent voice. That's it. One point. Uh, she will not qualify. One, it's like, it's, it's nothing. It's like, it's like air. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, that was quick. Sorry, Montenegro. <laughs> Yeah, um, so as you said, we saw her at the the Mellow pre-party in Stockholm and, I mean, she sounded great. She can really sing and she delivered it with emotion and I believed everything she was saying. I was also probably about six cocktails down at this point, um, but I don't I don't love it. I don't hate it either, but I thought she was really good. Um, I, I don't expect it to, um, to qualify. I don't, I don't see that happening, but pretty much for the voice, um, I will give this a four. Yeah, it's um, probably the, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the lowest score so far in this episode. Um, sorry, Montenegro. Let's move on to a country that definitely gives and takes in Eurovision. I think it depends on which national broadcaster, if it's the Flemish one, right? Or if it's the French one, they have two. So they switch, it's Belgium uh, that we're talking about, and they switch between the two national broadcasters. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know which, if this is the French one or if, if, the, if it's the Flemish one this year. Anyways, uh, they are sending, oh God, French. Um, they are sending Jeremy. Uh, Makese with the song Miss You. Yeah, this song, I just, no, just no. The lyrics are just, they sound like they were written by a five-year-old for me. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I guess it's a weak year, who knows? Well, I, I didn't think overall, I could be wrong. But I mean, it, it just reminds me a little bit like a poor man's little Nas X. I think he's trying to do something that isn't, it just doesn't go anywhere. Um Sorry, man. Uh, it's a four. I'll give him a four. Mm. Um, yeah, I think this has some quality to it. I do agree that like the lyrics is like, oh god, so basic, so basic. Um, but I like the beat of the song. Uh, I think it is also. I this is probably one of the songs that I, together with like Montenegro that we spoke on earlier, that I forget. Like, oh yeah, this is in this year as well. Um, I think this will have a hard time resonating with both the jury and the televotes. Uh, I don't see this qualifying, um, sadly, uh, or I couldn't be bothered really. Uh, it's it's a four for me as well. 
um, it's all right. Um, he can dance. I feel like he's more of a dancer than a singer. Uh, um, some live vocals that I've heard, mm, not great. Um, but yeah, four. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be uh, more nice, I think. I really like the beat and the tempo of this song, especially after Montenegro. Uh, I think this, uh, I hope this will surprise us in Eurovision um, with dancers and some dancing, um, have some great beat to it. Uh, I don't press next when this come on, but I do agree. I forget that this is Belgium <laughs> and Belgium had sent some pretty nice songs uh, like in 2014 and no, 2015 and yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah, Blanche. Uh, it's in the middle, six points to Belgium. Uh, it could qualify because of the up-tempo. Hmm. Yeah. Right, so... <laughs> we just listened to this again before we started recording, and I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it sounds like. Um, so I'm giving it a four... But that's only because that's my lowest score so far today. And I don't want to give it any less than other ones, just because I can't remember what it sounds like. I mean, based on that, you should probably give it a zero because you don't know what it sounds like. Well, I feel like in this episode, I should probably give everybody something because I don't always do that. But mm. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Well, mercy for Belgium. Um Let's move on. Here we go, girls. Uh, we are going to talk about Sweden. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast when we did like our, our the whole of like Melfa season, you know that on this podcast we love this song. But it's very interesting to see what Nigel thinks about it because I have no idea. We're going to, of course, talk about Sweden. It's Cornelia Jacobs. It's Hold Me Closer. Cornelia, for me, I don't like the song at all. Oh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I just want to see your reaction. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, no, bye bye. <laughs> oh no, this this is a great song. Well done, Sweden, you effers. Because I mean, if you guys win this year, that means Ireland will be on par with as many wins. And yeah, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it'll give us a kick up the backside. Um, but yeah, I love her voice. Very raspy. Great lyrics. Really gets you straight away. The stage. I'm a little bit unsure about the staging with the circle thing. I don't really know what's going on there. Um, I hope she maybe rethinks that a little bit. Um, yeah, I think 
I, I, yeah, I really feel this is going to do quite well. I can, I, it, it's not a runaway winner for me though. I think it's going to be somewhere top five. Um, but who knows? I'm going to give it a ten. So yeah, Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. I mean, we tend to. I feel, be quite um, objective when it comes to Sweden. I mean, especially last year, because both you and me, Philip, hated Tussa and Voices. Mm -hmm. Um, Hated. Like, yeah, it was shit. Mm -hmm. And it was well-deserved of our first right side of the scoreboard in I don't know how many years. But it was, I think that was the kick of our backside to really like rethink things and I'm so happy that Cornelia won obviously uh, if you go back and listen to the episode we recorded after the final um because if we were have sent Anders Bagge Jesus Christ um but no Sweden uh this is probably the one song that gets me still we are now almost uh, not really two months away from the Melfest final, but almost still, I get emotional listening to this, uh, especially if I had a couple of cocktails, I'll definitely start and cry. Um, this is, it's just like magic to me. Uh, I do agree with you, Nigel, with the staging, but somehow she gets me and I forget about all that and I just sing along and I find this to be the most sincere song this year. Sorry, Italy. This is like pure emotions. She is the perfect singer for this song. Some podcasts and blogs, <clears throat> not going to mention any names, but it starts with a W. Some of them think that, oh, why didn't Lisa Ajax sing this? Because she has a better voice. Baby, Lisa Ajax singing this? Are you fucking kidding me? You don't get this song then. I'm sorry. Devon. Um, no, this is this is great. I find this uh, it's a, it's just her. You know, she wrote the song. She s- should sing this song. And um, I don't know if it's because I've been drinking like a vodka bottle now, but I'm like shaking. This is very good. And this to me is the winner of the year. Twelve points. If this is not my most played song on Spotify when we come to like wrap up December on Spotify, I will be very surprised because I've spent days just having this on repeat, and I'm still not tired of it. And I think this will resonate with juries, televotes. Um, yeah, it's a great freaking performance. Love it. Twelve points. Have I said that? Twelve points. Okay. What should I say after that? <laughs> I think I've already praised this song like from the beginning, uh, like when we heard like the 60 seconds clip. Uh, this was my winner, winner from Melfest. Uh, this is my winner this year. This is the best song in the composition by far. If you listen through all the songs, this is like the best song, best quality. I get chills when I listen to this song. It's like I like her raspy voice. It's like a young Bonnie Tyler. Um, she's amazing on stage. Uh, I agree she needs to do something with the circle. Uh, but uh, I heard something that she will amp up the performance. I think she will have the, the same outfit with the chains, everything. That's good. Uh, more close-ups maybe, hopefully. Uh, yeah. What should I say? Uh, This definitely top five, top three, or the winner of this year. It all depends. 
on the night. Et d'espoir, 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 d'espoir à la souhaite. Did you say Botox? Close up. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she needs That's some true. Botox. She's my age, so. Yeah. I, I feel like I've been on a ride with this song because I remember first week of Mellow when she performed. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, so when it went straight to the final, like the first song that went straight to the final, I was slightly surprised, but that was also my fault for not really listening properly. And then as time went on and I listened to it more, I realised that I really loved it and that this was the only correct choice to win Mellow. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I'll be completely honest, I'm not being very objective here because I feel like, and as I said to you again last night, the lyrics of it remind me very much of us when we first started and, you know, COVID was around and if we ever got to see each other, it was briefly. And then every time that I had to go home, it was absolutely horrible. And yeah, I, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not coming from the most objective place here. And I also, I still can't really listen to this outside the house because it makes me upset. <laughs> this is not one I listen to on the bus. Um, yeah, this is a, a very easy 12 for me. Nice, Craig. You start. Oh, tears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's very, it's very good. Uh, I also have to touch on something that I heard from um, the same um, blog that I was talking about earlier about her pronunciation. And I want to hear from you guys who are fluent in English and uh, Nigel and Craig. Do you have a problem hearing what she's singing? Not at all. Nothing. So yeah, I don't know. And I heard that from two different sources, two different like reaction videos and, and blogs. And I was like, am I, what, am, what, what are they not hearing? I, I don't get it. I mean, the maybe thing is, in the beginning of the song, she's like having her mouth very closed. I was just mm. about to say the diction maybe isn't great. The first couple of lines, but other than that. Mm. Um, nerves. Mm, maybe. Yeah. So let's round up the second half of the semi-final two, and really the semi-final. Uh, the last song out on the night of the Thursday, the 12th of May, will be Czech Republic. Uh, and the song lights off with the Czech and Norwegian band We Are Domi. this song I find it quite tricky when I'm listening to it live I can't tell if she's good or bad um or maybe because I think it was maybe the Israel that show that they had that some of the sound wasn't great so maybe mm. I, should, uh, I, I just I'm hopeful that the live vocal can progress and that the song because it's quite catchy it's fun i quite like it 
Um, I can see it going through, especially after Sweden, because you're, you know, you're in a moment and then you're like, oh, this is kind of nice and like fun again. Um, so for me, I'm going to give it a seven. I think it should pass, provided asterisks that her voice is good. Hmm. I this was out uh, quite early this um, Eurovision season. I think um, I think it was January. Um, I believe, mm -hmm. um, and I watched the um, national final of Czech Republic. I guess it was a YouTube thing, so I didn't really, you know, anyone could watch it. But yeah, it wasn't really a sh live show. Um, but there they sang live. She sounded great. I thought it was it was definitely my favorite song from that national selection. And since then, this has just grown for me so much. They did a little little revamp of it um, a couple of months or, or probably a month ago, uh, which I think made it even more interesting to listen to. Um, this is absolutely one of my favorite songs actually this year. It's up there with Sweden and Spain, which were my other two 12s. So Czech Republic, 12 points. I think this is great. I think it has a nice, can you say like Scandinavian vibe to it? It's it, You can definitely tell like the two guys are from Norway because it sounds very um, familiar to us Scandinavians, I think. And they will definitely go through uh, closing the show. Um, yeah, great. Great, 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 great. Love it. 12 points. I'm sort of out of like emotion after speaking about Sweden, but yeah, I think this is great. 12 points. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it's a good end to the show. It's up tempo. It uh, has a nice beat. Uh, I really enjoy listening to this song. Uh, staging here as well. Uh, this will definitely qualify. Uh, also, if this is drawn in the first half of the final, it will open. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not like Sweden quality as my previous speaker think, but uh, seven points is good. I enjoy it. Uh, good for Czech Republic. It could be like one of their best years ever, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I for me, I think this is probably my favorite song that the Czech Republic has ever sent. I think they've had quite a difficult past with Eurovision, and a lot of the time they haven't really hit the mark for me, other than um, "Lie to Me" in two thousand and eighteen, mm. I believe. Um, yeah. So for me, yeah, I'm really enjoying this and. Sort of to echo what Nigel said as well, I think we watched their performance when they did the London Eurovision show and I was a bit like, is she good or not? I can't quite tell. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think it is a great closer to the semi. So I am giving this 10. Hmm. Interesting. Pretty high scores though. Decent. Um, so that wraps up the second semi-final. We'll go through our top three from the semi-final after we've spoken about the last country we're going to talk about in this pre-Eurovision episode and for the season as well. Uh, it is the United Kingdom, and I'm delighted to have one person based in the UK, at least, uh, and one 
person who is actually from the UK on this episode. Uh, it's United Kingdom, the TikTok sensation Sam Ryder with the song Space Man. guy is very interesting i think it's very fun and uh yeah the uk have done really well this year um i mean it does remind give me those iceland vibes from the last two years um i think it has a really good message it's really good lyrics he can really sing um i just can't wait to see what he does with the stage i think that they will i have a good feeling this year fingers crossed and yeah i really hope to do well because then we don't have to listen to oh the uk never get any points blah, 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 blah. i hate that hate it um so yeah i'm i'm very hopeful i can see it definitely being top 10 touch wood otherwise yeah we're going to hear what i don't want to hear um, I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to give it eight points, I think. Yeah, I, uh, I, I knew Sam Ryder, like, I probably followed him on Instagram, watching his, like, covers and stuff for over a year, I think, or basically when the pandemic started. Um, I, he popped up in my, um, what do you call it? What do you Feed. call it? Feed, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, his voice is amazing amazing uh so good and he sounds exactly the same live um although i don't know nigel you were at the london eurovision party i watched that back and i don't know if it was the sound in that venue but he i felt he was a bit pitchy uh especially to like the high notes like Meh, uh, i don't know but i was probably quite drunk near the end <laughs> i do remember that he was quite good yeah like I mean, he was good overall, yeah, definitely, but it's a hard song to sing. I mean, he's not making it easy for himself. So, um, but if he nails the vocals, I mean, it's great. Um, we talked about this last night because we watched it again from like the um, home party that Eurovision um, did on their YouTube channel. And I don't know, I don't get the same, I know he's written the song, um, but I don't get the same connection to the song as I get, and I, I'm comparing all songs this year to Sweden. It doesn't feel, it, it's not touching in the same way, to me at least, as Sweden is. Uh, I think it's a great song. I think it's great lyrics. However, there's something missing for me. I don't know if it's his mannerism that I'm like, it's, it feels a bit rehearsed in a way. It, I don't get that pure live feeling. I don't know what it is. I can't really put my finger on it, but it's something like mm, missing for me to give it 12 points. Also, I do think that some people that I've played his recent and like other songs for, and also this one, they comment that, oh, he screams a lot. And I get that like reaction because he is always on 110. 
he's like going at it he's attacking this song really and i that might put off some people um especially if they listen to it the first time uh you cannot be impressed by his vocals but i think that some people might find it a bit screamy that's what i'm trying to get at i think um but yeah i think it's a great song and it really is probably the best entry from the uk in a long time i know i gave embers last year's 12 points uh so it's weird then that i give this 10 but i'm just a sucker for an upbeat song you know that i think that's why uh so 10 points for the uk and absolutely if this is not at least the left side of the scoreboard then I will probably get behind the opinions that Europe hates UK. But uh, I think this is easy left side and probably easy top 10 as well. Definitely. Best results in years, if the staging is done well. Well, hey, Ireland never get out of a semi-final, so I think they hate us more. So just saying. Mm, yeah, true, true. It's because you won too many times. Or the songs are shit. I don't know. <clears throat> Yes. So, yeah, I also gave Embers 12 points last year. Uh, so uh, this Why? song is... <laughs> I, I don't think... I thought it was fun, but when we come to the staging last year for you in the UK, it was like, oh my God. No, 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 no. Uh, this is good. It's like the best UK entry in a while. Like, we have to go back to... I don't know how far. <laughs> Yeah. Jay Dewan? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'd say touch uh, my fire, but yeah, that's just oh, Yeah, do. same here. Touch my fire. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, no, I really like this. This will be the best result UK going to have this in Eurovision in many years. Uh, all depends on staging with the UK. Uh, top five, should I dare say top five? Uh, I agree with you, Akimi doesn't give me that emotion that like Cornelia gives me. So I'm also going to give UK 10 points, even though it was this song is better than Embers, but we cannot compare years. No, no, no. We compare this year. Uh, mm. So it's not better than Sweden. Sorry, 10 points. Okay. Is it very good? <laughs> So, hmm, being a Eurovision fan from the UK, this has been a very, very long time coming. I feel like, and I hope, because I feel like the juries will go for this, and I would like to think that it would pick up more. I mean, recently, what's the most public points we've had? 25, maybe, with Suri, something like that. I thought you were going to say more than last year. That's I mean, not that hard. would not be hard. Um, and if it doesn't pick up more public points than that, then I think there is a real problem. Um, but I think you can probably attribute a large part of this success to this so far is because a lot of the control has been removed from the BBC. It's label produced, it's labelled back, the label's paying for him to do promo and go on tour. Um and, you know, the BBC don't seem to have as much control over it as usual, which I think is the best way to go. Um, I do like the song. 
And I really, really hope that it'll be the first top 10 we've had in a long, 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 long time. Something about it just doesn't quite click with me. I, I want to like it more than I do, but I still, yeah, I still think eight points. Oh, I was, I was, <laughs> when is the 12 points coming? But yeah, okay. No. no. Mm. So, but still, I mean, overall this year, I think the big five, except Germany for me, uh, have done really well. I mean, they are bringing it. Finally, we can say like all the countries in the big five are really doing well. And it's just, it's just so nice to see effort from the UK for once. Because a lot yep. of the time it's just like, oh, any old shit will do. Just pull that song that you had in the drawer and send that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, yeah, Big Five yeah. really impressed this year with the exception of Germany. Mm. Yeah, I forgot to say, and UK, he is so sexy. So my type. I love the long hair, the beard. So mm. cute. Yeah. He's so like- cute. To be completely honest, that was why I started following him on Instagram because I was like, "Ooh, look at this!" And then, oh, we can sing too. Great. Is he short, <laughs> Nigel? You saw him live. Do I think he's hot? No, is he short? Oh, is he short? No, no, he's very tall. To my oh, memory. yeah. Viking. Yeah. Uh, so. Shall we look and see? I mean, there's a clearly a winner uh, from this second half. It's Sweden with 46 points. Well done. Uh, in second with 10 points less, it's Czech Republic. So 36, pretty good. And third from this episode, this half, is Ireland with 28. Mm. How did that happen? <laughs> That's rich, yeah. Uh, but still, we can't forget the UK, though, if we bring them into it. They tied with Czech Republic with also 36 points. Um, yeah, interesting. I thought that um, the UK would do better, but hmm, I thought that, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it depends on the day with that song. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah, a bit, yeah. So, Nigel, have we talked about your favorite from this year's Eurovish, this episode? Or do you have another one? It's a tricky one, yeah. Um, I, can't, I do keep changing quite a lot. Uh, I think an honorable mention will be Ukraine. I think they're going to sweep up. They're really going to tap into the moment. Mm. Uh, and it will be like amazing to see them win and kind of, I mean, yeah, why not? Um, then in terms of ballads for me I think Netherlands is my favourite ballad I think when I read the lyrics then like I really even like listening to it I really liked it but then the lyrics I was like oh that's kind of what she's saying and meaning and kind of it all clicked Mm. quite similar to Sweden but I just it edges out a little bit for me Um, sorry maybe you guys hate it (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then I think overall, uh, my favorite might be Spain right now. I just, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. She's a great singer, too. She's going to sweep up with the juries. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, her performance from Home Party uh, on the Eurovision YouTube channel, when she does like this acoustic version of the song, 
it was great. Mm. She really can't sing. She really can't sing. So to all those that. haters out there, shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nigel, who is your winner then? Who do you think will win? I want to go with Spain. And mainly because one of the things Jamala said in one of her interviews was, although we might be sad, at least we're going to be dancing and sad. And I kind of like that. I like that idea. That's oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And since this is our last episode, um, before we actually, because next week when you're listening to this, it's Eurovision. So, Philip, who do you think will win? Oof. <laughs> who will win? Uh, oh, sorry, I've lost my headset. Uh, so excited. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. The thing is, it's like between like the top five in the betting charts and in all the polls and all the OAG giving out points. It's between them, except mm. Ukraine, because they're not in there. So I don't understand. But yeah. oh, I have my hopes for Sweden. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna go with Sweden. Mm. It's a good year for Sweden. Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. Big. <sighs> Sweden, I think. Mm. Or Italy. Again. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, I think it's, this year is, I think every year is super hard to predict uh, who will win. Um, I don't think, I looking back at like what we talked about last year, I don't really think we had Italy up there, among, at least in, amongst our personal favorites. Um, but they were up there in the betting charts last year, though. So, um, but yeah, I think it's definitely, I think it's going to be um, probably a three horse race, Ukraine, Italy and Sweden. Um, my personal favorite out of those three is quite easily Sweden. Mm, I, I'm gonna say Sweden too. I think um, I, I just think it's a full package, and and it doesn't offend anyone. Uh, like I do feel like the other songs might do, uh, but then again, you know, Netta won, and that was either you hated it or you loved it. Uh, and the same with Salvador. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Sweden this year has a bit of a the Netherlands quality to it. It's very, like, unoffensive. Um, it's a good song, contemporary. Um, it's a good package, and I think that's what you need. And it portray- portrays an, an emotion uh, in a way that I don't really get from Ukraine or Italy, at least for me. Um, so I'm going to go with Sweden as well. But I, I, you know, when you say it, it's like I don't want to jinx it. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. But it, it's it a, will be on the night. I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. <laughs> oh yeah, and I mean, when I think we can really tell when they start the rehearsals, and you get a sense of what they're gonna do on stage. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, maybe some song will have a fuego effect, where you know the book is completely forgot about it, neglected it, and then once once you see the staging, it's like, oh shit, this this might win. And you know, she came second, yeah. so. Where is Spain in the book? Is is she like top ten? She's top ten, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that could be a one that could like go up to top five or top four, top three when mm. the rehearsals are coming. And it's the most it's, fun song as well. I mean, like, there's a lot of ballads. I think it's just the mm. fun 
this year. I, yeah. But I think Spain has the same issue that, um, I mean, we touched on the UK and uh, staging wise, it hasn't been great in the last couple of years. So, but if they nail that, I mean, yeah, that could be a dark horse, definitely. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it for this pre Eurovision episodes. We're done. Way. Be sure to check out our Instagram to see our full uh, chart of who we think was the best song this year, together with our guest judges. Uh, and of course, we will uh, show you there our scores for the second semifinal, the Melovision podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Follow, follow, follow. Uh, Nigel, thank you so much for joining us. For having me. It was great fun, and definitely this this was the best half. Mm. Definitely, I think we never given out this much scores uh, points uh, this season. So yeah, thank you, Philip. Thank you, and thank you, Craig. Thank you. Uh, as I mentioned, we might do a little special episode when we are in Turin after the semifinals on the Friday. Maybe we'll see um, if we have time and the energy, um, but. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.